the ability for response is our responsibility and it's our ability to choose our response to any action or any circumstance or anything that happens in our life that we need to take responsibility for. Now, this comes down to um, kind of what I was thinking about today when I was standing out in the cold. I started whinging and moaning and bitching and complaining about, oh, this is hard, this is this, this is that. Oh, my God, my life sucks. And I was like, this is so counterproductive to what I was just talking about yesterday. Let's bring the awareness from the negative, take the responsibility for our actions, take the responsibility for the choices we've made that have got us to this position. And rather than bitching and moaning and complaining, let's bring awareness to the positive side. Let's bring awareness to the light. Let's bring awareness to the good part of things. Let's bring the awareness to the growth and the lessons we can learn. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work, but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, If you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake, and I'm hoping that today we can bring some more information, some more wisdom, some more discussion, help you expand that mind. Um, Today, I want to talk about a couple of reminders that I often forget about um, myself. Uh, and then when I listen to certain podcasts or YouTube channels or read certain books, then I actually get reminded them. And I think they're quite good lessons and some things that I wanted to share with you today. Now, to begin, gratitude, always trying to find gratitude. I found this morning when I was looking for gratitude, I was like, I'm finding gratitude for the same thing over and over again. And why this is healthy and it's important I do like to kind of try to expand my mind and find other things that I can find gratitude for. That is why I often like to hear gratitude from others to see what they're finding gratitude for, to see if I can look for something in my life that I can resonate with and find gratitude. Because like I said, it's the things that we become complacent with that we don't find gratitude for that we often end up pushing away from us or you know, neglecting, which is not really what we want to do. The things that are around us, surrounding us now, here, providing us with value, positive energy, providing us with good motivation. Those are the things we want to find gratitude for and keep to the forefront of our mind so that we keep um, receiving those those things that help us. Uh, today, I, you know, I've started this new job and it is being, I've mentioned a couple of times, standing out in the cold, handing out fires. And it's put me in a very interesting state of mind where, my initial reaction is, oh, this is dumb. Why am I doing it? I should just quit to, you know, what lessons can I learn from this? The the cold, the attitude of the Germans, I mean, that are very friendly ones, but a lot of them can be very disgruntled. The, the barrier between language gap, you know, the people who are friendly, blurting out, you know, one-line comments as they walk past, but with a smile on their face, and I just have to kind of chuckle away and see, oh, yeah because I've got no idea what they're, they're talking about. But it makes me, gives me a really, really good 
understanding for people who say my country in Australia who struggle with the language or who have come overseas and trying to make a life for them for refugees who've come and who are trying to make ends meet and really struggle like for me being an engineer with a good degree but having this language barrier I feel very very restricted and I wouldn't say marginalized but I feel very limited on what I can do and the personality and who I can actually be in the environment that I'm in and this has really opened my eyes up to some of the struggles that a lot of other people, especially different races, different um, cultures, different language speaking, people will have to face on a day to day. And although I like to think that I'm very sympathetic and empathetic to others, uh, this is definitely one of those moments where you go, wow, okay, I really do have it lucky. Like the fact that I'm born with the ability to, well, into an English speaking family and that helps when I travel everywhere, all these sorts of things you do take for granted. And it makes you understand that some people are definitely born with a head start over others and that we really need to understand this and actually appreciate the fact that sometimes we have things that we don't even realize a lot easier than other people in this world. And once we can start to realize how lucky we do have it, we can start to understand that sometimes all the wants and needs and desires that we have really are unnecessary they really are greedy but i mean i'm not saying don't have desires don't have goals don't have ambitions don't want more stuff that's completely fine but don't get so in need of these extra things that we lose our gratitude for what we do have um you know the ability to just have open ended communication and conversation with a stranger was something that I definitely took for granted when I traveled around and people would make the effort to learn English. And then I could converse with tourists and travelers who'd speak my language. But now that the the roles are reversed and I'm, you know, I'm trying to learn the language. It's just, it's a challenge. And I can understand now why people go through that struggle and, and how they can find hardship in that. So that's what I'm grateful for today. Chuck in the chat, a bit of your gratitude, grateful for, to be home for my walk this morning. Yeah, not feeling it. Sometimes, you know, as we discussed briefly, Erin, those days where it's cold, where it's wet, where it's where you're tired, where you've had a bad night's sleep, those are the days that you really need to find the strength to dig in. And I think it's really good to bring awareness to those days because if you can go, oh, I feel like shit, I don't want to do anything today, but then you still get up and do it, that's when you grow. That's when you push. That's when you expand that mindset that's when you create that discipline that's when you create that consistency because i've said this multiple times it's very easy to go for a jog in the middle of summer with a big group i mean summer in germany maybe not australia but you know summer here where it's nice and sunny and there's a bunch of us all going out together motivating each other but it's a lot different story going out at four in the morning when it's snowing and no one else is around but those are the days that you need to stick with it and those are the days that you need to keep pushing and those are the days you can be grateful that you got out of bed and you still did the thing that you need to do to get the progress and to get the steps ahead. So good on you. Chuck some ch gratitude in the chat if you haven't done so already. And we'll get on to a couple of things here. Ironically, along the lines of what I was uh, just talking about. So I'm grateful for a quiet morning reading and reflecting. I'm also grateful for a warm home, big dreams and incredible relationships that provide a recharge and rest for the soul. I love that. Honestly, since I've had a child, I um, I sometimes daydream about the peace and calm of just having an hour to read a book <laughs> to myself. 
<laughs> and trying to imagine where I can get that into a day because I used to hate reading and mum used to always push it on me. Uh, and then it was only a couple of years back that I started reading and then I really fell in love with it. But since I've had my little man, it's really rare that I find the time to sit down and have a good read. So enjoy that time. But today, like I said, I want to talk about a couple of things that I often forget and I like to be reminded of. And these, well, to start with, I want to talk about responsibility. And I want to talk about it in the sense of we have a responsibility in the fact that we are able to respond in any way we want. And our responsibility is to choose the way we react. So I think the term that I heard here, which really triggered my brain to go down this path was the ability for response is our responsibility. And it's our ability to choose our response to any action or any circumstance or anything that happens in our life that we need to take responsibility for. Now, this comes down to um, kind of what I was thinking about today when I was standing out in the cold, I started whinging and moaning and bitching and complaining about, oh, this is hard, this is this, this is that, oh my God, my life sucks. And I was like, this is so counterproductive to what I was just talking about yesterday. Let's bring the awareness from the negative, take the responsibility for our actions, take the responsibility for the choices we've made that have got us to this position. And rather than bitching and moaning and complaining, let's bring awareness to the positive side. Let's bring awareness to the light. Let's bring awareness to the good part of things. Let's bring the awareness to the growth and the lessons we can learn. And we off, I often find myself getting complacent in the sense that things might get tough or they don't go my way or I end up in a, you know, I'm end, ending up in a job, which in that instantaneous moment, I'm not liking. But then I have to just completely, sh bam, let's stop ourselves in our tracks from taking this negative turn. And we have the ability and the responsibility to change that thought pattern and shift it into the positive. What can I get out of this? Hang on. I get paid to listen to podcasts in my ear. I get to dance in outside. I get to take in the fresh air. I get to listen to music. I get to put a smile on my face and greet people and interact with people all like, you know, for all morning. Plus I'm forced to go out and go for these jogs in the morning to these places all around the city. It's, you know, there's so many positives to it. And I literally have the choice whether I want to think about it as in, oh, it's cold. Oh, it's shit. Oh, no one likes me. I don't understand. They keep saying no. Or the responsibility to be like, I'm the one who's gotten myself in this position. I'm the one who couldn't follow my trading plan fast enough so that I could earn the money to not be here. I'm the one who decided to travel the world and not do engineering. I'm the one who fell in love and had a baby and decided that this was the place I want to live. You know, there are certain aspects to mutual decisions, but at the end of the day, everything that I've done in my life has been a choice that I've made that has led me to this point. And so the only person I've got to blame for being standing out in the cold is myself. And I can either blame myself for it or I can be like, what are you fucking talking about? This is great. You get paid to listen to music. Yeah. Okay. You have to stand outside and put your arm out and hand out a flyer and it's minimum wage, but fuck, there's so many worse jobs that I could be doing. And it's this bitching and moaning and complaining about all the things and it starts it compounds and it and it spirals and it's, you start with one thing and then the next thing's the bad thing and then this and this and this and all of a sudden you put yourself in such a negative space so quickly and this is what we we're talking about before uh, yesterday sorry with our awareness and where we're going to place it so we have the responsibility to place our awareness in the positive 
and take ownership for all the things that we've done to get us to where we are today. And it might be a tough pill to swallow for some people. It might be like, oh, fuck, I'm sitting here. I've got no money. I'm miserable. Well, this is the decisions that I've made. And you might say, oh, but my partner did this. Or, you know, I was in this situation. Or I this happened to me. Yeah, but there's certain decisions that you made. And maybe you got an unlucky streak along with that. But once we start taking responsibility for it and own up to all the things we've done in our life to get us to where we are, then the lighter it feels because you become in control. Often we look to blame other people. Oh, it was, it was my neighbor. They were busy. So I, I couldn't get here on time or, you know, oh, I would have, but the train didn't do the right thing. Yeah. Things happen and you can have circumstances which do seem out of your control, but we have to take the responsibility for it and own up to when those things happen and there's no point in blaming others because then you lose control then you're putting your failure your misery your happiness your success their full circle from negative to positive there in the hands of other people as soon as you start blaming other people for what's happening that means you're giving them the ability to decide your success and your happiness as soon as you take claim and go yeah you're right i, I fucked up or I was not disciplined enough to follow my trading plan or, you know, this happened, but if I had have done the right thing, then I wouldn't be in the situation. It's a perfect example. If you do like for me, the, my last um, trading challenge. So I did a trading challenge at like the, the, the end of last year, December, and I didn't do my research on the broker enough. And when I was doing the challenge, there was big, widening of spread so like my spread would jump from 1.6 points to 9.8 points within half a second and jump back and it's ridiculous it's horrible bad broker bad trading um environment but that took me out of maybe two three trades that's not enough for me to lose a challenge what happened was i let that get into my head i started to blame the broker i started to blame the trading company and i started to say, oh, well, if this would happen, then I would. If this, then I would. In reality, I should have gone, oh, that sucks. But I'm disciplined enough. I'm controlled enough. I understand the situation. And it's my fault that I didn't do the due diligence of the research beforehand. It's my fault that I didn't stop at that point, check it up, find the information, and then change slightly so that I could avoid that from happening again. What did I do? I just overtraded, got envious, got emotional, got jealous, and ruined, went from a winning position to a losing position very quickly and and lost the challenge in the time I was, it was everyone else's fault. It wasn't mine. But now that I look back, now that I got time to reflect and I want to take responsibility for it and stop blaming others. I realized there's so many hundreds of things I could have done differently, hundreds, but I chose not to. Like I said, it's a hard pill for people to swallow sometimes, but you got to take responsibility of your life and take responsibility for all the things, you know, my partner was an asshole. Yeah. But you and you chose him at the start. You went down the path and probably ignored a bunch of signs because you're in love. You're blind by love. It's not your fault in the sense that you wanted the best. But if you push it to a limit and yeah, maybe he was an asshole in the end, but you know, what can you do about it? Leave and make your life the way you want to take responsibility.
And sometimes it is. It's the hard truth. You know, it's so true. Not always easy to accept. No, it's not. In fact, it's one of the hardest fucking things to accept, to take responsibility, especially when you have had something that you feel is so unfair happen to you and you think it's absolute bullshit, friends dying at an early age, all of this stuff. It's the hardest thing possible to turn around and then take responsibility for it. One of the hardest things, but I can guarantee you this, if you can start doing it regularly, if you can do it with discipline, if you can do it with consistency, take responsibility for your own life, your life will change drastically. And sometimes you you know, you learn the hard lessons, but it will, it will start to change you. So the next thing I want to talk about after responsibility is this idea of energy vampires. Put some ones in the chat if you've heard this term energy vampire. It's okay if you haven't. Nope. So basically what we're referring to here, a couple of you have, okay. So what we're referring to here is two kinds of people. There's people who give energy and there's people who take energy. We have to understand that at a quantum mechanic level, energy is only transferred. It's not created. It's not destroyed. We need to learn to manage our energy properly. And this is what I was talking to talking to you about yesterday. We want to bring awareness to our positive energy so that it can compound in the positive light and not to the negative so that it can compound to the negative. We have to learn to manage our energy properly, our mental energy, our physical energy. All of it is precious and we only have a finite amount of it. What we do with that will determine our success and our happiness. And now using positive energy is easier because it... Um, it goes further. It projects and draws in positive energy easier. And so things flow a lot easier when we're in a positive state. When we're in a negative state, it's very draining. It's very consuming. And you will find that there's a couple of people that you meet. Let's put it in three categories. The first person you meet, you'll speak to them for five minutes and go, wow, I feel vitalized. Like I'm hoping that you jump on this call with the intention that you, after five, 10 minutes, you're like, oh, I feel refreshed. I feel good. I want to go attack the world. It's energy providing. I'm hoping to provide you with energy so at the start of your day, you can go off and feel positive and, and absolutely crush it. Then there's energy, a neutral energy people where you sit in the conversation for five minutes. You're like, yeah, okay, this is really not going anywhere. I kind of want to part ways because this is doing no good, no bad for me, but it's boring as hell usually. And then you get the energy vampires and they are the people who every time you speak to them, it's like, what do they do? They whinge, they complain, they don't take responsibility. Oh, my life sucks. This is horrible. Oh my God, my day was the worst. And now, yes, there's partners that you can vent to. And, you know, sometimes it's nice to have that outlet. And sometimes we do need to have a little bit of a complaint and a whinge, but we really need to take responsibility of how much we're doing it and who we're doing it to and the type and the um, timing of when we do this. And so I want you to take note of the people who you surround yourself with. And this, again, we talk about the five the people you surround yourself with the most, the five people you surround yourself with the most and how they influence your thoughts. So are the five people you surround yourself with, are they energy giving, energy vampires, or are they energy neutral? And if they're energy vampires and you feel like you're always filling your cup up from an unknown source and then always ending up exhausted because you surround yourself by energy vampires who suck and drain all the energy from you, you might want to change and check where you're spending your time and who you're spending your time with. Now, there are two types of energy vampires. Um, in the example that I was listening to, but I think this was Dan, Dan Departi. I'm so bad with his name, so forgive me. And he's talking about transient energy vampires and inherently, uh, in, yeah, inherently 
energy vampires. I don't think I'm saying that right, but the transient energy vampires are people who are going through a hard time. You know, they often need to let out some steam, like I was saying before. And, you know, you give them the time because you know that they're going through a rough patch and you want to try and help them out because you know that during this period, they're just dealing with some stuff, but usually they are positive energy people and they'll be back and you know you're just kind of being a nice person and then there's the inherent energy vampires who are just always always negative the kind of people that you get into a conversation with and you go yep cool bye do not want to have this conversation or you don't want to ask them how their day is because you know it's going to be negative and complaining these are the kind of people that you really want to try and avoid because at the end of the day we've our cup can only be so full and we need to fill it up and then only give to people once we're overflowing. But if we've got people surrounding us taking more than we're putting into it, we're going to start to drain. We're going to start to feel empty. And eventually we're going to get burnt out. And this comes back to responsibility. It's your responsibility to understand and acknowledge the people around you who are energy vampires and manage them. You know, if it's your children or a sibling or your family member, you know, you can't just rid them from your life, but you can manage them in a way that doesn't drain you to, to such an extent. You can have conversations with them in a way that hopefully brings awareness to their negative energy or their energy vampireness, let's call it that, and then either help them understand it and shift their perspective and their mindset or just minimize your time with them. So our energy is so precious. Our energy, like I said, we only have a finite amount of it. What we do with that energy determines our success, determines our happiness. <clears throat> How? Well, what's the saying? Energy flows where attention goes. We need to bring our attention, our awareness to the activities that result in happiness and success. To the activities that bring more positive energy to the activities that are consistent and disciplined and are in line with our goals and our objectives and our dreams and our ambitions. And if you can tell, but it's all somewhat related. Once we take responsibility for bringing attention and awareness to the certain positive energy aspects in our life, then the attention goes, the energy starts to flow where our attention is and we have the responsibility to decide Every single second of every single day, if we're going to change our awareness and attention from a negative to a positive and try and maintain it in that positive state. And if we can do that over a continued amount of time with discipline, with consistency, and ideally with higher vibrational energy, the results, the happiness and the success are going to be a side effect of the discipline of keeping your mind in that positive state keeping your awareness onto the positive section of the brain. Does that make sense to people? Kind of brought a few of the things we've been talking about lately into one kind of sentence there. But as you can see, it's all interlocked and we have the ability and the responsibility to choose our life at any second of any day. You might have had shit happen all your life and now you find personal growth and development and you might think that because of everything that's happened to you it's going to be a hard-ass journey but at the end of the day it's a simple decision to go i have responsibility 
to decide whether I want to be happy, sad, whether I want to be in the positive or the negative. And yes, you may have more shit to deal with than other people. Everyone's journey is different. But if you can continuously choose to go to the positive instead of the negative, that's all it is, is that simple decision. <clears throat> the results will come. And I often say that people go, oh, how long does it take to become a successful trader? Well, that depends on how much shit you got to sort through. And it depends on how strong your mind is to continually choose the positive rather than the negative and get over that shit at a faster pace. You know, some people can deal, have a lot of stuff to deal with, but they let it get on top of them over and over again. And that's just the way it is sometimes. It, you know, life is hard for people. Everyone's different. But some people have a lot to deal with and they fight through it fast because they go, no, I'm not going to let this beat me again. I've dealt with it for too long. It's time to get through it. And once we can start digging through all this, those subconscious paradigms, understand our belief values and the systems that we've been grown up with, we can start to break through, choose the positive energy side to understand that maybe I do need to have a different relationship with money. Maybe I do need to have a look at my greed. Maybe I do need to have a look at my poverty mindset. Let's not take this and beat myself up for it. Let's take it, look at the positive, take responsibility for where I've come from, and start to find a different path. Anyway, that is what I wanted to try and bring to your attention today. The responsibility, the ability for your, to choose your response in which you can bring attention to either positive or negative. Your choice, The choice is yours, 100% yours at every moment of every day. And if we stop whinging and moaning and take responsibility and choose the positive side, we can turn our life around at any single point. It really is that simple as well as being that complex. All right, everybody, set on over to our trading call. Give yourself a few minutes before we start to go through your why, go through your affirmations, go through your trading rules and your trading um, objectives. Give yourself the time, really just center yourself in line with what you've got laid out in front of you. This thing has really helped me so far. I'm absolutely loving the journal. And I recommend that you just give yourself the time to understand your rules, affirmations, your why, everything before you trade. Make it a habit. Make it routine. And hopefully, crush the charts. Take some good points away. Tomorrow we'll be back. Friday recap. I'm looking forward to it. Then next week, we will, uh, like I said, probably be shifting to three days a week so that I can stay consistent and keep providing you with decent value. Um, but for those of you not on our trading call, I love you. I love you all. I will see you tomorrow. And for now, bye-bye. <laughs>